When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod Save the King! Hello and welcome to Pod Save the King. I'm your host, Zoe Forsey, and after far, far too long, I'm joined by our lovely fashion expert, Sarah Bradbury. Hello, Sarah, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm very well, Ta. And I was just thinking, actually, this is your first appearance on Pod Save the King because obviously we, we saw you a lot last year but we've not been able to join us kind of among your busy, busy schedule since uh, the start of King Charles's reign so welcome to Pod Save the King. Thank you. Feels a bit weird still doesn't it? I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Yeah I'm still not quite over it and you know every time I sort of see an image of the Queen I still get a bit teary. No I know what you mean. Me now this year obviously has been a historic one for the royal family as we've mentioned we saw the, the passing of the late Queen and the start of King Charles's reign but a kind of among all these huge moments we've seen lots of fashion statements lots of big kind of big fashion moments kind of lots of changes in royal dress codes and things like that what have you thought about kind of you know looking back at the whole last 12 months of fashion yeah i mean there's been humongous changes i think in a lot of wardrobes kate's being one i think camilla's has been another um and we haven't seen you know an awful lot of megan um but if you know Obviously, we've kind of seen snippets from her and Harry's documentary, which is on Netflix. Um, it kind of seeing that more personal side that we've always known and loved about Meghan and how, like, she's not one to kind of dress in, like, lavish Alice, like, lavish, like, clothing. She's more kind of one that likes to wear very, like, casual stuff that she can run around the kids in or in their back garden. Like, she's very much more down to earth, whereas I think Kate's really amplified and kind of stepped up a notch since taking the princess... Wales role. That's so true, actually, because obviously these, the two royal women were always compared, you know, when there was the Fab Four and there was the two princesses and how they were going to get on. But we feel like in the last couple of months, we've seen Kate go very royal and Meghan go very celeb. Um, which is, you know, been very interesting to see. But let's start with Kate because she's had some amazing looks this year. And the first dress that you've actually kind of, you know, picked out for us to discuss was, I think, a very Disney princess dress. I was a big fan of this kind of baby blue number. Yeah. So she was wearing Philippa Leakley or Lepley, um couture at the final outing of the Caribbean Royal Tour. Um, and it was this beautiful pale blue sort of satin gown deep V like um bows in the shoulders and she to me as soon as I saw it didn't even see the her face in it she just looked like Cinderella and she really did have her like a, a sort of Disney princess moment this year and it's just how it falls as well like obviously yeah. all the photos of all the looks as always I will put on uh, our social media pages so you can see what we're talking about but it's just the, it falls in a really kind of it looks really thick and I, I don't yeah. even I don't know the words to describe this this is where I fall down massively but you can just imagine it's, it must be a fun dress to twirl in which I don't know oh, what I, the official fashion yeah. term is for that but <laughs> I would just like to sort of close my eyes and imagine her and William having like a Disney moment on the dance yeah. floor just sashaying around it was very very cute and there was lots of the the jewelry from that was gorgeous as well wasn't it and we've seen it before yeah 
Yeah, so it was um, Van Cleef and our pals, and she originally wore it in uh, 2020 at the BAFTAs, which, so, you know, we've always loved cape and recycling, like, clothing from, like, Zara and the high street to sort of, like, your top designers, and she's, you know, always known as being sort of the discount Duchess for recycling items and never having sort of, like, be seen as one having throwaway fashion. So, yeah, it was really nice to see her sort of recycling jewellery, and I think for this dress, she's just kind of kept it really, really natural. And it just pairs so, so well together. I'm guessing it's, it looks kind of like an opal, a sort of shimmery pearl-esque. And it's, yeah, it's just gorgeous. Now, I think for me, I don't know about you, but everything in terms of kind of how this year's gone is now very much before uh-huh. and after the Queen passed. And some of these looks uh-huh. feels like years ago. But another one that I'd completely forgotten about until you reminded me it was the gorgeous dress she wore for Royal Ascot. That kind of brown oh. and white polka dot, which I know you see a yeah. polka dot a lot, but... I can't, I don't really think I've seen much brown and white polka dot. It's a bit different while being not too different. Yeah, and you know what? It's kind of the reversey Percy, I would say, of the, not that the two are Love that all. frame, love that phrase, reversey not, Percy. Not that, I've never heard that. Not that the two are combined, but it does remind me of the opposite dress colouring that um, the, what she called uh, Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman when she went to the race. Oh, yeah. She wore the brown with white dots. So is this like Kate's cheeky nod to wearing white with brown dots? I don't know. But we all know that Princess Diana was a huge polka dot fan. And this one is a pleated dress by Alessandra Rich. And again, she always looks great in a high neck. She always looks well put together. And I just adore the buttoned cuffed sleeves and the puff shoulders that she's got going on. I think it really adds like a beautiful detail. And the hat, it's a real, it's that kind of real, looks very, again, oh, I'm just going to embarrass myself. as well. I feel this is like an annual tradition now on the podcast. I embarrass myself trying to talk about fashion. But it's that kind of very stiff looking hat where it's not, you know, it's, you can tell it's very firm and very sharp, very sharp shape. Is that a thing? Yeah. And I don't, I can't remember the designer who did it. And I don't want to kind of guess that it's the, like the classic ones they always wear. But the fact that she's having to hold it, either means it's a very windy day or it's quite hard to kind of keep on her head. But her makeup and her earrings and just everything about her, she just looks very, very, very elegant here. Now, I mentioned um, kind of briefly before, but we've seen a lot of suits from Kate this year, a lot more trousers. And this is something that she started doing around the same time that Megan did. You know, they both kind of, when trousers came back into fashion, but the favourite one that I saw, which was this kind of burgundy flare kind of casual suit with a baby pink shirt underneath with of course can't do a fashion episode without mentioning a pussy bow ding 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 royal has to have, russell has to have a drink but i really love that look i just thought that was such like good power dressing she looked soft while still very confident i loved it what did you think of this one yeah big fan um so we all know that she loves alexander mcqueen obviously he designed well um sarah burton i think her name is um designed her wedding dress so she's always had a very good tie with um quintessentially British sort of suited fashion. Um, and yeah, she looks like she means business here. And I'm obsessed with the fact that she's teamed up with the Burgundy um, Chanel bag as well. I don't think we see Kate in Chanel very often, but I feel like it's her like moment of being like, I'm a boss. Yeah, absolutely love it. And I love the bag as well. That kind of really traditional shape with the kind of, the, you know, the very structured handle is just... yeah. Very business, absolutely loved it. I thought it was a gorgeous look. And again, with her hair down, the picture we've got here, she's kind of got the the hair in the wind blowing behind her. I think she looked absolutely great. 
And do you know what? This isn't a look that you couldn't recreate from the high street that difficultly either. either like places like Next, um, ASOS, Warehouse. You know, there's loads of different places that if you wanted re to recreate this look, it wouldn't be that hard. Whereas I think sometimes with Kate's fashion, trying to find a high street replica to wear to do your own office days um, is quite challenging. But I think this would be very easy to do. Now, talking about kind of recreating dresses, actually, I had a funny moment. I was out in shopping on Oxford Street earlier this week and I went into, I was in Selfridges and saw their Her store. And I'd never heard of Her before. Have you, the rental platform? I have indeed. And I actually think, I'm, I don't quote me, you'd have to definitely have a look, but there are probably a few designers or at least outfits that are basically the copycats of Kate's that you could probably recreate yourself. Yeah, well, no, so her was, that's where she borrowed the, uh, her Earthshot uh, prize ceremony dress ah, from. No, and I went in last week and saw it there. It was so was. weird. Yeah, obviously not the same one, I'm assuming. But yeah, I went in and it was on the wall. And I was just, I went and held it up. I was like, oh my God, I, I could wear the same dress that Kate had, which was just that's felt very weird. Mad. Um, yeah, I think I actually went to a party on the weekend and, a girl was there who was a friend of a friend and she looked absolutely gorgeous and she was wearing a rental dress from her. So oh. I think during these cost of living and time and money, you know, conscious times, renting a gown for your next Christmas party or New Year's Eve rather than, you know, investing a lot of money and spending, you know, high, high prices, maybe it'd be like over a hundred, over 200 pounds, like you used to or usually would do. The fact that you can rent one for, you know, 50 pounds to 80 pounds and look as good as the duchess or sorry now prince of wales princess of wales would be incredible and so this was she wore the this was the bright green dress and that was such a bold color that you know i think this just shows how gorgeous kate is i think very few of us could pull that color off but this is the sabina maxi dress a kind of floor length gown uh with the kind of uh the what's that neckline called off oh. the shoulder but it's a when it's a straight line Gosh. neck Yes, that one. Let's go with that. And um, so it would normally be $525, uh, but she rented it. I think it was kind of 70 quid to rent it wow. for five days. Um, so obviously that's so much better for the environment. It gets rid of fast fashion. And for, you know, mm -hmm. you or I who don't have the royal budgets, unfortunately, it means that we can wear, you know, you said your friend at that party, your friend could wear an extremely expensive dress that you know she maybe wouldn't normally have gone for and I think it's just a nice it's nice to make that amazing quality and design more available to everyone while you know getting rid of fast fashion and being kind to the environment yeah absolutely and I think going into 2023 I think we'll see a lot more of that in the fact that people are stepping away from that fast fashion and kind of either borrowing from their friends I know my housemates and I share clothes quite often um they're obviously jealous that my feet are a lot bigger than theirs because they do love my boots but I think it's great and the fact that you know Kate is almost like promoting that without promoting that and saying you know it is it's kind of cool I mean if she wants to put some of the items from her wardrobe you know donate, donate them to her I would more than happily wear them not necessarily to the office, but maybe to local Sainsbury's or Tesco's, you know. Oh, of course, you know, for, only for occasions like that. <laughs> only for, maybe for a trip to Waitrose, you know, if you're going all out and having a fancy day. Spencers. There we go. I'll be there. <laughs> now, she teamed this gorgeous bright green dress, which went perfectly with the, you know, obviously they don't have the red carpet at the uh, Williams Earthshot. This is obviously in Boston. They have the green carpet, so she fit very well. And she teamed this with an emerald green choker that was once owned by Princess Diana. And I think we've seen a lot more, you know, she's always 
always worn pieces from her oh, late yeah. mother-in-law. But I think we've seen a lot more of this, you know, in recent months, which has been so nice to see. Yeah. And also she used to borrow a lot of um, the Queen's jewellery for really big occasions, which I love. Um, so I'm guessing she might be kind of trying to remember her, you know, through time and where she wore pieces to and do it herself in like a new age way, which I absolutely adore. And I can't wait to see how, you know, her and, you know, maybe even the children, you know, maybe even Charlotte sort of starting to wear some of the pieces and come through and even, you know, the um, other members of the royal family, like Sophie and Camilla, you know, and Beatrice and Eugenie, like it'd be really great to see what they're kind of going to do with, with items that have, you know, sort of been in the family. Now, sticking to the kind of red carpet theme, the Top Gun dress. I don't personally, it was amazing, but I still have not got over the James Bond premiere dress from last year. And while this dress was amazing, I don't think it was quite as wow, but I did still love this dress. This was the black floor length gown with the white kind of panel at the top. Yeah, I agree. I think last year, I think she's wearing Jenny Packham. Um, really, really stole the show, but I feel like here she's kind of gone for a very stripped back, sedultery, almost like Bond girl like vibe. Yeah, that's true. Like it's very sleek, very tight fitting, very sexy, but in a non-sexy way. So she's still covered. She's got her fantastic arms out. Her collarbones are out. Her, her arms look incredible. In you know, yeah, we okay. know that she loves her exercise, but she does look. You know, she's definitely been kind of down the gym. She looks yeah. incredible. That or running after Nautilus Louis. Oh, yeah, that's true. His... <laughs> that's what we saw of him at the uh, the Jubilee, Platy Jubes this year, I think, yeah. But she, yeah, she's definitely having like a bit of like, I mean, even if she, if, you know, if a Bond girl wore this film and they kind of stepped down the staircase and James peered up, it that shock and awe, she just looks gorgeous, like breathtaking. And also, shout out to William. He looks handsome. He really does. Now we're kind of, yeah, well, let's mention him quickly because I, what I love about William is that he's found something that he loves, which is a velvet blazer, a velvet kind of tux jacket, and he's sticking with it. How many colours have we seen it now? We've had the navy blue, we've had the green, we've had the black, and I'm a big fan of this. I've seen a few weddings actually this year where the, um, the groom's gone for it, and I'm a big fan of the velvet tux. Yeah, and do you know what? I'd quite like to see him in maroon. I think he's got the colouring. I said this to Russell on a podcast a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the other velvet colours he needs to, you know, he's kind of getting the rainbow of them. And I said a nice, brilliant, I I love it when I'm like matching with you on the fashion front. I feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We we all know the Queen was a fan of a, you know, colourful cohort. So I'm kind of hoping that William steps out. Maybe he does a little bit of a colourful cohort here and there. Now, this was a big year for Kate, and she celebrated her 40th birthday. Now, she released lots of official portraits, three official portraits for the occasion. All of them showed her in Alexandra McQueen dresses. But the one I really wanted to discuss was this red dress, uh, which was the asymmetrical draped sleeve print dress, uh, which is about three and a half grand, so probably not one that you and I are going to be copying. But what did you think of this? This was one with the big sleeve, in case no people can't remember it. Do you know what? Very, very, very different look. I don't know what's going on, but I love and I'm obsessed with her hair in this. It almost looks like it's been washed but air dried. And her makeup is very stripped back. She's got almost like a tinted lip balm and then boom, you just get the power from the dress. I love the nipped in waist, the way the skirt kind of overflows, but it doesn't distract anything from her. And like, 
you know, what's going on, but the sleep, yeah, I mean, if I could rent there, this would probably be the one because she just looks drop-dead gorgeous. And it's so festive for Christmas and the 40th. And do you know the other thing? It looks like it's got pockets. Big fan of a dress you know with what? pockets. We love, Kate, we applaud you. We do love a dress with pockets. I mean, personally, when I go to the high street and I'm looking at dresses and then you put it on the change room, like, and they immediately go, oh, and it's got pockets. And even when you tell your friends, they say, you look really nice, where's that from? And then you tell them and say, and it's got pockets. For 100%. some reason, whether, you're, whether you've got children or no, like you have children or you don't have children, you know, you've got lipstick, you've got a phone, just having pockets is a big one. In my mind, that like the pockets are filled with snacks to keep Louis quiet when he's, you know, going all, when he's getting I'm all overexcited. Go, he's got like a lollipop I'm, in it. Oh, I'm going to agree. There'd be a pack, a cheeky packet of Percy pigs just hiding in there. Yeah, bribery tactics. Big fan. Yeah. Now, the other royal look that from Kate this year that I absolutely loved was kind of going back to more of a royal vibe, but the red dress that she wore to the diplomatic corpse reception uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, it was at the start of December. And this, it it felt very different for Kate, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's actually, I think, for me, I think because she's paired it with the lotus flower tiara um, that once belonged to Queen Elizabeth, I think that kind of has stepped it up a notch in, like, the fashion. I think if she wasn't wearing that, it'd just be like, oh, a beautiful beaded Jenny Packham gown. We've kind of seen this a lot from Kate. But the fact she's got the sash and the tiara and the beautiful matching earrings it's like wow okay princess has entered the room like entered the chat like she just looks phenomenal but she knows her style very well it's it's the long sleek sleeve or it's an asymmetric or it's an off the shoulder always has to have a little waist detail so i think here we've got like a slightly skinny beaded belt and then it's floor length with a slight trail i don't think we've seen kate with a trail it's either been very long or kind of a midi length where this has got like a bit of yeah she's it's definitely a moment she's having a moment here it's true because i hadn't really noticed it until you know this was on these dresses i was looking at going why does it look different and it is if you look at that earth shot dress it touches the floor absolutely perfectly it's exactly you know it's exactly the right length for her but this having that little slight is, does it count as a train when does a when does a trail become a train Oh, I want to say over three feet, but that's probably just a really random guess. I'll go with that. Say it. it with confidence, Sarah. I'm go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just it looks so lovely, and I think that the detail it's got kind of those it's got like embellished with sparkling sequined floral patterns, but it's not small floral. It's kind of like larger patterns. It's an absolutely gorgeous dress, and you know what? Another reason I was trying to think: why does her hair look different? And the more I thought about it, I think every time we normally see her with a tiara, she's got her hair up and she had it down with this one. And a centre parting still, which is quite surprising. I thought it would have either, she'd never go all slicked back. That's not very Kate unless it's up. But I love the fact that she's still got almost like a centre parting and it's tucked very neatly behind her ears, but with like a lot of incredible volume, like. She's almost got some sort of like secret bump it under there from like the 90s. Yes, it is really, it's had a good blow dry there. Oh, it's a very good, I I used to know the name of her hairdresser and it's escaped from my mind. But whoever has come into the palace and done it, I mean, bravo, she does look incredible. But also if she took the tiara off at any point and, you know, put it somewhere safe, I'm hoping not in her handbag, her hair would still be able to move with her in the night, which I love. Because I think a lot of brides panic about this when they have those kind of heavy or delicate pieces on their hair on the wedding day. If they want to take them off, you know, how will their hair look after? But I think 
what she's got going on here is impressive. Another dress that I wanted to talk to about, because obviously they had their Caribbean tour earlier in the year, which again feels like a very long time now, which really does. wasn't, you know, probably isn't going to be remembered for entirely positive reasons. They came in for a lot of criticism after that, but there were some lovely dresses there. So let's just focus on that. But this one that I've added, which was the uh, floral print kind of uh, peplum dress, uh, which it, you know what, if you'd have told me that she'd have raided Diana's wardrobe or the Queen's wardrobe or Princess Margaret's wardrobe I wouldn't have been surprised this felt very different and I think I liked it I do you know what when you said Princess Diana it screams Princess Diana it's very 80s isn't it yes the power shoulder the peplum Mm. the belt I actually don't know if is it a dress or is it a cord like a top and a skirt put together either way it's absolutely stunning and what I really love there's a little bit of cheeky leg showing, a little bit of the knee flashing yep. through where it kind of split, almost like a fishtail um, in the middle. And I just think, yeah, the way she's just owning it with her hair up in a half, half do, little pearl matching those gorgeous teeth of hers. She does look incredible, but I love all the detailing. It's very 80s, very like power hour. And I think, yeah, she just looks absolutely glowing. It was it was a different look for her. And it was actually nice to see her maybe experiment a bit more. Because as she said, she knows her style. We, you know, we tend to know what to expect from her now. And this was the first one that went, oh, that's different. And I think that's really important for her to do both personally, you know, fashion. It's like, we, do you remember when the Queen to that, um, uh, I think it was the Royal Variety pro- pair, uh, performance, wore that sequined <laughs> rainbow number. And she said, well, fashion's fun. You've got to try it. And to me, it felt like not as different but that kind of that kind of vibe of something to keep people on their toes a bit yeah i agree and i think you know kate oh god yeah the outfit was something wasn't it um kate never been one to shy away from color she did wear a lot of colorful outfits during the royal caribbean tour but i think she as she has kind of stepped into her 40s she's very much like stripping it back kind of not going down like the boring dull mumsy route she's still kind of trying to keep it quite vibrant and fun but she's also like i'm very much aware of my style now this is the person i want to be in my 40s we've seen her in you know her uni days in her 20s to 30s we've seen her in her 30s to 40s but i think the next couple of years especially from kate now she is the princess of wales we're really going to see a huge fashion change and i think it's going to come early 2023 if not mid now, it always feels a bit weird to talk about a funeral, especially a funeral for the Queen, and just to look uh-huh. at the fashion. But there were so many really, you know, strong looks from that. And many of them had the messages in as well. So we're going to kind of talk yeah. through some of the funeral outfits. So let's start with Kate. She looked absolutely, you know, she looked so sophisticated, so elegant in this dress, yeah. I think. Yeah, so it's an Alexander McQueen. Again, she is obviously really rooting... Um, and kind of sticking to what she knows when it comes to designers for big occasions. Um, and it was a coat dress. And it's very, it was basically the exact same style she wore for the Trooping of Colour um, during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee in June. But she just had it in black. And she just looked so unbelievably gorgeous. I mean, it was an incredibly sad occasion. You know, we all saw them crying. But she still looked so well put together for the children. And, you know, she wore a lot of, um, you know, she wore the four-row pearl choker that was previously worn that she previously walked to the Prince Philip's funeral, which is great. And that obviously originally belonged to the Queen. 
And she obviously wore it again with um, the Bahrain pearl drop earrings. And she also wore a bracelet of the Queen. So even though the Queen wasn't there, Kate was obviously kind of really embellishing her in her jewellery and keeping her in spirit, which is great. And Sophie did the same. And I absolutely yeah. loved her uh, dress that she wore. And obviously it was the, the same black, but it was uh, embroidered with tiny Lily of the Valley patterns, flowers, of, you know, which is obviously the Queen's favourite flower. And they, the Queen had them as part of her you know, they were part of her coronation bouquet. So I think, again, that little touch that Sophie put in her dress of, you know, a nod to the Queen, I thought was was yeah. really, really special as well. Um, and obviously and, we saw... Sh- oh, sorry. No, carry on. I was just going to say about Megan McCartney. Um, Megan McCartney? Megan Marshall <laughs> instead of McCartney. That was um, a good... The hat, I thought, for Megan's was really good. And that kind of powerful image that was everywhere of her looking, you know, looking under the hat, I thought was very, very striking. Yeah, it was the hat, but also the fact that it was also like a a, a caped um, dress jacket. I was just obsessed, like absolutely in love. And the gloves, I just think she looked so well put together. She really, really just looked stunning. And also picking a female-owned designer with Stella McCartney, I think, was a very strong choice. We know how much uh, Megan's backed female designers over the years, uh, especially since being more so and prevalent in the um, public eye with being married with Harry but yeah she just looked even though it was a very solemn occasion she just looked beautiful and Camilla as well she wore kind of a dress that had kind of detailing on the front uh with a with a really nice uh hat which was lovely and again she had the the netted kind of veiling details on the hat which I thought was lovely and again used that brooch of something that you know previously been owned by the Queen and that was really you know really lovely the the brooch we believe was gifted to her from the queen when she married uh, the king back in 2005 so again really thoughtful touches with their outfits yeah i mean it seems weird to kind of say wow they looked amazing at you know a funeral but they really did and you know nothing about their outfits was overly distracting from the reason that they were there it was just very solemn and just very like well thought out and i just think yeah they all did a fantastic job when it came to fashion and Even I thought, little Charlotte, she looked great. Yeah, I loved Charlotte. And Charlotte's kind of first royal hat, big occasion. Yes. But kind of, again, that kind of more child-friendly hat, I think. If it wasn't a fascinator, it wasn't something that was pinned into her hair. It was just kind of on, you know, on top, comfortable, but still looked very, Prompt. very smart. Yeah. she. I mean, and even George, he looks so, such a mini, mini William. It, it blows my mind every time I see him and the more and more he grows, but... Yeah, they all looked really, really wonderful. And I'm sure it was a very sad occasion for them. And again, Charlotte had that little horseshoe brooch on, which we know was another kind of uh, gift from the Queen. So all the different generations there really making sure that the Queen was, you know, incorporated in their outfits, which I thought was was really lovely. Now, we mentioned Meghan briefly there, but let's kind of go on to her a bit in a bit more detail. Now, we've not seen too much of her out and about, obviously, at engagements because her and Harry are setting up their new lives in the US. But their Netflix documentary, which dropped earlier this month, we saw lots of behind-the-scenes Meghan, lots of her at home, and this, to me, feels where she's most natural. She's comfortable. She's in jeans. She's in a gorgeous kind of knit big jumper she's got a beanie hat on what do you think of her kind of dress down style yeah I'm a huge fan you know um I think it's she has that all-american girl about her that very relaxed Cali style you know she loves 
a beanie hat. She loves a slouchy pair of jeans, you know, running around barefoot or in, you know, a pair of espadrilles or trainers or boots. She's very chillaxed is what I would say, like how we would dress on like a weekend. And I think that's always been a bit of Megan. But when it comes to big red carpet events or, you know, royal occasions or, you know, places where she needs to be seen, she does it well. She puts herself together so, so beautifully. I think um, her and Meghan uh, during the human rights ripple at the Hope of Gala in New York um, in December, this earlier this month, she just wore this beautiful white long sleeve off the shoulder Louis Vuitton gown and it just, with a cheeky little leg slip, but she just looked stunning. Bronze makeup, accessorized look with black pumps and of course Princess Diana's um, Esprit aquamarine ring, but she just looked so gorgeous and glamorous and just like wearing white color of peace you know um she yeah she just looked amazing and Louis Vuitton I don't know if we've seen her in much of that before but yeah she looks fantastic and speaking of more kind of a dress down side the final image we have of the queen I wanted to kind of include her in this episode now she the first picture we got so this was when she was waiting to sorry the final picture we got when she was waiting to meet uh, Liz Truss to kind of ask her to officially form a government and to become prime minister and I I just find it really fitting that the last photo we have of the Queen is her in her comfortable clothes. We know how much she loves Scotland and she's in her, you know, kind of tartan skirt. She's got her cardigan on. She's in front of a warm fire. She's got that walking stick, which we, you know, you know, we saw a lot in the final years of her life. And for me, this was just a a perfectly fitting outfit for how we'll remember her. Like we know, you know, we'll always love her block colours and her bright yellows and oranges and turquoise outfits. But the fact that this was the last image of her, this to me is her as a grandma rather than her as a queen. Yeah, very like, you know, you go around snuggle your nanny and she's wearing that kind of cashmere, like wool cardi and she just smells like your grandma, you know, your favourite nan. And it's not like something you would not see in Marks and Spencer. What I love is she's still clutching a handbag. And I'm like, honey, you're home. Put your bag down. <laughs> exactly. Take your, love it. Take your shoes off. Put a pair of slippers on. You know, we're not going to judge you here. But no, this is, you know, what I would say is the perfect final image. You know, we saw her in a lot of colour during um, the Platinum Jubilee in June. Um, I had to see her in such muted tones in our home where she feels most comfortable, I think, was the way that everyone would want to remember her. Another outfit that I wanted to mention, and this was mainly, Sarah, because I can really see you in this. So this was Princess Beatrice wore this gorgeous dress by the vampire's wife to the Lady Garden Gala uh, of the year, which is at Claridge's Hotel uh, a couple of weeks ago. What did you think of this dress? Because I can see you in this. I think you should, you know, be looking you know for what? a, a Christmas party dress. Prince, but I'll give it a go. Um, do you know what? Kate actually wore um, a vampire's wife dress this year and she looks stunning. So it's obviously, you know, rubbing off in onto Beatrice. But yeah, I mean, it's gorgeous. I wonder if it's like a, is it like a jacquard or was it the term Baroque? Baroque? Baroque gold. She just looks great. But I also love, I, I think she is getting a lot of influence from Kate here because it has those sort of like slightly 80s puff sleeves, a three-quarter length arm. It's very, very, I'm trying to work out. I'm pretty sure her bag that she's clutching, like a croc print, has the initials of her and her um, partner in Boston. Don't quote me, but I think it does look that way. And then her shoes, she just looks fantastic. 
absolutely love this. Yeah, I think Beatrice is one that in the last two or three years we've really seen come on. And now she's kind of gone from, you know, they, they never tended to get the best feedback on their outfits, thinking kind of famously of their, you know, the Kate and William wedding hats. But I think she's oh, yeah. really come on. And now I think she's actually got one of the royal wardrobes that I would, would quite like. You see, I'm always team uh, Eugenie. I love hers. But yeah, I think I think the two of them, the young royals, will def- they're definitely going to see, I think, more of them this year. Um, or I'm at least hoping so, because I would like to see how their fashion is going to evolve over the next couple of, couple of months, really. And the, just the last outfit I wanted to mention, because I love this. So we know that Kate loves to re-wear clothes. William does the same. Lots of the royals do. But what I don't think we see much of is the female royals borrowing the husband's clothes. And I think that stands in life as well. But Camilla rewore a, and she'd actually done it before, which I hadn't noticed, but Charles was gifted a traditional Saudi Arabian robe and she wore it to a couple of engagements this year, which I absolutely loved. And she looks great in it. You know what? She actually looks phenomenal. I like the fact that he has it kind of buttoned all the way from like sort of like neck to, to bottom, whereas she kind of started it slightly buttoned up then she's had it open, then she had it buttoned up. And then most recently, yeah, she is owning it. She looks beautiful and also very well accessorized too. It's that thing of, as you said, just taking an item of clothing and going, right, what can I do with this? Rather than, oh, well, I've got to wear it in the way it was on the model in the shop. And she's gone, no, actually, I'm going to wear it as more of a jacket. I'm going to wear it over the top with a full, you know, in one of the outfits, she's wearing it over a white dress. And the other one, she's wearing it to, you know, on stage when they were giving an award as a very formal dress. And I just think it's it's such a good way to look at fashion. If you've got items and you can adapt them and change them rather than just, well, I've got this one dress and I must wear it this way. And I think that's something that's really good to see the royals leading the way on. We know how much they care about the environment. And I think this is a good example of them showing them, you know, showing us how to do it yeah i agree and i think i think megan would be a huge stealer of harry's wardrobe for sure and i think when george gets a bit older there's no shadow of a doubt he won't be raiding prince william's velvet jacket. oh yeah we can see him in the velvet collection maybe once they you know they're oh, in fashion at the moment he can bring them back in like you know 20 years time vintage love it right well Sarah thank you so much for joining me it was so lovely to catch up um as I said I will put pictures of all the outfits we've discussed today on the Instagram so please let us know in the comment section what you think of them if there are any favorites or if there are any others that you really like that we've missed off because obviously there were so many to pick for and Sarah and I spent an awfully long time trying to cut down a very long list but thank you for having me Sarah and I will speak to you very soon and until next time save the king 